Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. New Year's resolutions are just hard to keep up with, but saving money is easy at SaveWithConrad.com. Wouldn't 2022 be easier with lower monthly payments? Get the best rate you've ever had, pay off your credit card debt, and even get the cash you need right now at SaveWithConrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to get started, and you can even skip your next two house payments at SaveWithConrad.com. Find out how much money you can save for free at SaveWithConrad.com. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to DDP Snake Pit. And of course, we can't do it without a duo of Hall of Famers. First up, Mr. Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake, how are you, man? Rise above. Rise above. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And it's good to see our, our old pal DDP, Diamond Dallas Page. Dallas, how are you, man? Just like the shirt says. That's <laughs> my new thing, dude. Jacked. Jacked. Well, I'm Jack to be here with you guys today. We're having a lot of fun. Hope you guys are too. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. And we're going to pick up where we left off. We're going to start off with heels today. We're finishing episode five, which was known as Swerve. And uh, we're going to ease into episode six, which they're calling House Show, which features another cameo. But before we get there, boy, the end of episode five, Jake, uh, things get a little real in the ring, do they not? Yeah, they do, man. You know, it- Anytime you put eight or 10 men in a room and uh, somebody's going to take it, control it. And that's what Jack's trying to do, trying to keep it all settled down. And he's got, he's got, he's got rooster pecking at the door. He's got his brother who you don't know what the hell he's going to do next. He's got a lot of things to work with. And these guys, again, I just want to say, did a tremendous job in filtering these people together and interlocking them so they can work together and be something together. And in this pro, in this episode, they they do the house show, and you see what can happen. 
you know. And folks don't always go the way it was planned, you know. And uh, are you talking about the fit? We're talking about the finish episode five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Because right. that was that that was that was just brutal. Keep going. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. want to kind of interrupt you, but and uh, the injury and stuff. Injuries happen. Um, not so many the way this one happened. Intentional. And, uh, it was pretty brutal. Yeah, pretty brutal. So now you're waiting to see what are going to be the repercussions of not only what Ace did, but also what Crystal did. Now let, let, let me let me slide in there because you know. A lot of the things they're doing, you know, are really, really good. And then there's some things where I just got to throw a flag. And I watched Sid Vicious jump yeah. off that second rope. I was there Ugh. when they brought him back. And he has the same break that Bobby had. And Bobby should have watched that because Ugh. they would have had to push him away. He was, Sid was screaming so loud. And I don't blame him. I mean, it's, you know, he came off that second rope on one leg and broke that tibia and his femur. I guess that's whatever, whatever the bone is between your knee and your Ugh. ankle. And he just snapped it just like Theismann did. Yeah. And that like is extreme pain. He was wincing a little bit, but that could have been a little bit more on yeah. that. And you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the story. And you talked about him last week, Hiro Matsudo. Yeah. And breaking Hulk's leg in the ramp. Yeah. yeah. Like. Like that's like that's like uh, not many people really talk about that, but no. you know Hulk, you know, being the guy he wasn't Hulk back then. Terry Bollea, you know, musician, six foot seven, friggin' long blonde hair, jacked up, and loved wrestling, and you know, finally got to uh, Florida Championship Wrestling as legend tells it. I wasn't there. But I heard that he was in the ring when you maybe Jake, you put a, a shine a little more light on this. But he got in there with Hero and he working around Matsudo, and then he just snapped his leg at some point. Good lesson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line is Matsudo, I think, was probably one of his bigger supporters because he came back. Yeah. He came back after that, which really, you know, people you know don't know that story. It shows that Hulk really, you know. He, he really, for it. he wanted it, man. And, oh, you know, man. obviously he wasn't being sent away with love, you know, from his first time showing up. So it takes a lot of guts, especially back then. Yeah. Back then yeah. it was a different beast, man. I mean, I remember being in uh, Florida and there was a group out of uh, Miami, University of Miami that uh, came up to Tampa and uh, they challenged the champ. They had some kid, man, that was just, you know, 350 pounds. And he was a killer. God, he looked impressive. And Eddie Graham, being the wise man that he is, he tells him, he says, I can't put you in the ring with the champ. He'll kill you. And what happened was he had Art Nelson, who wrestled with a mask, simply because at the age of, 20, of 30, he was mauled. He looked 60 when he was 30 with the hair. Well, he had art without the mask, put on work clothes and go out and start sweeping around the sportatorium there mm. like he was a janitor. <laughs> and Eddie Graham told these people, said, look, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll, put, we'll see what the kid can do with the janitor. If he can do something with the janitor, then maybe we'll look at putting him with somebody else. But he's the champ would just absolutely, def, you know, he, he would he would crush this kid. 
could tie him up in knots and he, he might even kill him. So, of course, he puts him in the ring with Art Nelson, who is a shooter mm. and a uh, rugged, tough, knowledgeable man that knows how to make things happen to your body that you don't ever want to happen and put him in the ring. And he lasted about three minutes before Art tied him in a pretzel and had him squealing like a little girl. And uh, they left with their head between their legs, and that was the end of that. But um, it happens from time to time, you know, and that's a tough lesson. But with, with the Hulk, you know, some people demand respect. And uh, Matt Suda damn sure did. And he earned it. You know, he, he's one hell of a man, one hell of a wrestler, one of the greatest ever. And uh, I had the, the pleasure, the real pleasure of a, uh, refereeing a match between hero Matt Suda and Danny Hodge. Wow. And Danny Hodge mm. was a different beast. The that, grip. I, he's, I want to say he was, I was going into uh, the, um, the um, Hall of Fame that they did that they do up there for Danny uh uh for um god now I can't remember what's his name. The 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 the, the, the shooter, I can't remember his name now. It's not Danny Hodge. You're talking Danny about Hodge. in Waterloo, Iowa. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Great, great guys, great guys. They were the first guys that to, to put me in. And I'm standing next to Danny. JR's there, and there's a couple of the other boys. You're doing a little signing as they're coming through. Uh and Danny did the Apple thing. Yeah. And he went, and he had to be 90. And I was so bummed because I was filming it all on my phone and somehow I lost it. Oh, oh but then to watch him and never moved us. And then the apple exploded. The apple exploded in his ass. As a kid, I would ride with my father and Danny Hodge to wrestling shows. And Danny, we went into a hardware store one day. And Danny, Danny, you, know, you folks that don't know him, doesn't look like a tough man. No, he looks like if he could be a freaking waiter. Grandpa or something, or grandpa. something you know. And, uh, very, very neat, off. very quiet, you know. And uh, he went in the store and he asked him for a pair of pliers. And they said, well, there's a, buck, there's a bin over there with 50, 50 pairs of pliers. Go get one, get one of those. He goes, but are they any good? And these people look at him like he's stupid old man. You know, they go over and grab one. Here, there's a pair. Those are five. I don't know. They don't look that strong. He grabs the whole of them and squeezes, and the bolt breaks. <laughs> They're like legendary. It's like true stories. Yes. <laughs> then I used to watch him as I got older, go into bars. You know how it gets in a bar. It's crowded. And people start muscling around. And here's this really meek-looking guy. And people bump into him and he'd bump them back. When he bumped them back, they, you know, they'd square off with him. Hey, old man, you know, don't be foolish. I'll, I'll tear your ass apart. And he's like, oh, please don't hurt me, mister. And he'd play that part down and he'd say, please, please let me shake your hand and tell you how sorry I am. And of course, once he grabbed their hand, it was over, brother. He's a squeal. I used to watch him when my dad would be driving and he'd, sneak that hand over and grab my dad by the thigh. I don't know how we didn't get killed where the car would just go all over the road. My dad would be jumping out of his damn seat. It's hard for a 400-pound man to jump in a car. But uh, Danny Hodge made him jump. 
I remember whenever they brought him uh, to uh, WWE or WWF, and he come down to the ring looking old and everything, and then he vaulted into the ring. <laughs> You know, it, it like 90 years old. Yeah, freaking cra crazy, crazy. But he had an unfortunate car wreck, broke his neck in Louisiana, and uh, which is an amazing story in itself because he went down in a off the road into a swamp. He crawled out of the car and crawled up the embankment and then was on the side of the road trying to weigh people down. Well, nobody would stop for him because his head was just flopping around on his shoulders. He looked like some crazy man. Mm. And they got the police there, and the hell of the problem was his neck was broke. And lucky he didn't die. He was in his 90s when I yeah. saw him. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. an amazing, amazing athlete. You know, he he boxed and he wrestled. Right, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. So uh ain't, ain't never been another like him. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Hey, let's run a timeout right now. I want to give you a heads up. We're going to be talking about a lot of things here on the podcast that are going to make you feel better, give you that confidence, give you that peace of mind, move you in the right direction. We're all about positivity here on the show, but here's something I'm positive of. We're all adults and some of us use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Well, Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes the best nicotine gum lozenges and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can actually feel good about now growing up. And I'm sure eventually we'll get to Jake's testimony about smoking, but growing up, both of my parents were big smokers. I grew up hating it. It felt like we were really a slave to cigarettes. What car we went, whose house we went to, what restaurant we went to. And man, if we were in a public place, they'd have to go outside in the freezing cold to smoke. Come on. If you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at lucy.co. That's lucy.co and use the promo code DDP snake at checkout. Also, I have to read this disclaimer warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Of course you already knew that. Uh, but remember if you're interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code DDP snake. This year, it's time to get off the couch and get back into the bedroom. Blue Chew can help. Guys, we know that confidence can take you far in life. And when you feel confident, you're at your best, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. You can take these dudes anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And here's the best part. It's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. 
Blue Juice tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped directly to your door, all in a discreet package. And guys, I've heard the lady say there's nothing sexier than confidence. Well, Blue Chew can help give you that confidence you need where it counts. And if you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free and use our special promo code DDP Snake at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. The promo code is DDP Snake to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring today's podcast. So, so one of the other things I want I wanted to bring up too, you know, when Ace did break the leg, his heat would have been screaming hot. Yes. He would have been like, like this is where when you're going to do something like that. And this is like the show, because a lot of the show, as you know, we love it, you know, and there's a lot of the really yeah, good I'll stuff. I'll throw a flag on that one. Yeah, it's like it's screaming. It wouldn't, I love how Jack finally jacked them, you know, because at least somebody did, but everybody else, and I get it like he's the Booker's brother, you know, they're a company, but that was a really asshole thing to do. But it does lead, as we lead into now this next episode, you start seeing Ace. And then tell me how often you see this. And this is real life. Like, the as he starts to own the heel character yeah. and starts to have fun with it, he starts to become a better person. That's it. And I love the way they wrote that. Yeah. Yeah, that that, that was super cool. And I really loved that what they did in six where they really, you know, spotlighted on James Harrison who played for the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. Uh, and they're, they're, they are in a, you know, a AA meeting. And yeah. it's people with addiction. And you see this big jacked up dude. And you can just tell that, you know, if he wants to be a bad man, oh he can God. be a bad man. I wouldn't want to be there. <laughs> but he's a big old teddy bear here. And he cares about people, and you know it's. Uh, it's I, I, I love down it. that road, man. And, uh, if he ever goes back down to that road, he knows that he'll never make it out. You know that's where I was at. I knew that if I ever went back to anything that I used to do, that I'd, I'd never make it out. Uh, I've done enough damage to myself already. <laughs> yeah, you ain't going anywhere again. No, no. And you know, you normally wouldn't say that, but you got to take ownership of that at some point. You can just say, I'm, I'm not going back there. Like my buddy Marlon, my buddy freaking uh, Brian Keenan, you know, he went from being a, you know, a, a beat cop to a get to a captain and could be the chief. You just got to get that next guy out so we can go in. But you know, when he, when he quit, he said, I'm done. It's not never going to happen again. Another thing I really enjoyed in this episode was finally getting to hear from apocalypse who is, you know, you saw him earlier in the, in the, in the episode, but there's a dialogue that runs with him and um, uh, Diego and Bobby. And Diego starts to get a little, they're giving, what I love about this show is everybody's getting their little piece. They're, you're getting to know all these characters. And that's the only reason why that you give a shit about a show. Because you start to care about the characters. Wrestling. Establishing. <laughs> that's everything in our shit. It's like, how do... We get 20,000 people to care when they know that I know, and I know that they know, and we know that they know. Well, we know who's going to win before we walk out there. How do we get them to give a shit? You know, yeah. because they get connected to that character. 
you know, and they want to see them do great. And they want their emotions to come out. They want to feel that. And that's what they're doing with heels. And that's why it's got a 93 rating. Was that, was that what it was? 93 or 95? I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know it's better than any other show I've looked at for sure. I mean, we compared it to Ozark the other day. As I'm looking now, it's 96%. 96%. <laughs> so again, like that's why we brought this up and mainly because Jake and I were talking about it. He had heard about it. And, and I asked Conrad because Conrad is in touch with all of that. And there's got to be 5,000, at least maybe 20,000, you know, cause everybody in their, and their brother's got a, a podcast, yeah. especially a wrestling podcast. Cause everybody's got an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, most of them were pretty negative. Uh, we're trying not to go there. We're going to hit some part of that, but you know, we're trying to stay in a different, in a, be a better, just, just different than different. Not so much better, just different than, and, um, you know, I like this show and I'm so glad people are going to, can go to stars and get it for free for 30 days and you can binge watch it and get it done. Oh, and, yeah. and then they'll come back. Hopefully, uh, I, I haven't heard they're filming here yet. Um, but we do have another Hall of Famer uh, in this mix. Hey, before we get there, I want to ask, have you guys ever seen someone in a traditional match? Not like the beat the champ thing or hero training. Have you ever heard of or been in the ring when somebody took liberties? Like for real? Not like an accidental. Oh man, that was a little live round. Sorry about that. But yeah. no, I'm going to, I'm here with malicious intent. Me personally, I don't think I'm malicious. I know I've fucked up a few spots and I got kicked in the head pretty damn hard by yeah. a few. You know, especially when I was the manager going to be the wrestler. Oh, dude. And I just took it, you know, because I I, I screwed it up and or I hit him too hard or whatever. But uh, I've never seen anybody maliciously. I'm sure you might have, maybe. Yeah, I, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I, uh, I had an incident where a guy was uh, giving me a clothesline every night and he was frigging ripping my head off. And I was recovering from having neck surgery. Sorry. And uh, in wrestling, you can, you can make it look like you tore the head, guy's head off or you can tear the guy's head off. And uh, of course, making it look like it is much better because then the guy can sell it properly. When you tear somebody's head off, there's no selling it, man. You, you get what you got. And I went to the guy and um, called him out. You know, hey, dude, you, you, you're, you're killing me. What the hell? And uh, he looked at me and said, well, maybe it's time you get out of the ring. Oh. So uh, the next time we wrestled, uh, he clotheslined me and uh, I did a little maneuver and uh, it snapped his bicep in half. Uh, it was with intent. And when he went down, he's grabbing his arm, the bicep rolled up on his shoulder. <laughs> Looked pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. And he's screaming for him to ring the bell. And I, I jumped on top of him and I grabbed that bicep and just started squeezing it. And I was pissed. And told him maybe it's hit time for him to get out of the damn ring. And uh, I'm not proud of it. I do need to apologize to and face to him, and I'm not going to call his name out. We all know him. And, uh, but he did what he did, and I did what I did, and he had six months off. 
it does happen. Yeah, that is more of a really stiff receipt. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, a real, I guess maybe a real man would have said, if you do it again, I'm going to do that. Too. Right. I didn't do that. Right. right. So I, I felt, I felt bad about it because as a wrestler, each time you get into that ring is a life and death situation. And you trust your opponent with your life. So I took advantage of that. And uh, I feel I, I've always felt bad about it. And, uh, I do need to apologize to the guy about it, but uh, kind of scared to because he'll probably kick my ass. <laughs> and I can't take that anymore. Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for GoliathLife.com, but to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean, right now, and just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half. And I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance, if you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance, super easy. Goliath life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price. You start the online application immediately and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath life makes buying life insurance. Simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle. Hell, not even a phone call. Goliath life is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at goliathlife.com. Dallas, if you could get into the mind of Ace when he's cranking on Bobby's knee, do you think it's more about the relationship with Crystal or more about his frustration with his spot and the angle and the storyline and his brother Jack? Or I think it goes back to what Jack did to him, you know, because... Jack put him in that spot where he knew he wasn't going to break his, you know, break his arm, but he's going to take it literally right to the edge. I think it's a big piece of crystal because, man, that that girl, she's she's a star, man. She's going to yeah. be a big star. Uh, she's got that thing, man, and like when she, you know, for her to take that mic and go off, you never would have got rid of away with that during the show. <laughs> you know, you got, but on the lower level, you could get away with it. Yeah. You know, and that's where they are. Yeah. And, uh, I think that you could see, by the way, like he, you, you could see by the way he watches her. And after he's already, you know, he was so mad. And of course goes to get the other chick. And, he feels like he owns it. Yeah. And, and, but once he fucking, once he go put some distance in between them, because he does already. And he starts, you know, my whole thing is get over someone, get on, get on top of somebody else, you know, but sometimes that don't work. And well, that, 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 that didn't work. Just being the guy that he is, he, he, you know, you're slapping him in the face. That's what he feels like. Right. 
Right. And then when she cuts the promo, <laughs> which was really good, that's the ball buster <laughs> right there, you know, and, uh, even, even, uh, back in the WWF days, there was, you know, the sunny thing with Brett and Sean, that was a total mess. And we know how that wound up, you know, they, they both made idiots of themselves and, uh, lashed out at each other and, uh, and Vince refereed it. So it does happen, man. Yep. Jealousy is a beast, man. Jealousy's killed more people than war ever has. That's a fact. Nash used to tell, Nash had told me, he said, you know, because I don't carry a lot of heat with me. You know, I just don't. But I had the heat because of having Kim. And Kim was the most beautiful woman ever in yeah. professional wrestling. And, you know, because you got her, you know, to come, and it comes with a little bit of heat. You got to be able to take that, you know? That's, not, and that's very, very hard to do. I try to just roll up my shoulders a lot, but sometimes shit, champ, you know, shit happened, you know? So let's go to our next cat who shows up. Go ahead, Conrad. You can bring him in on this. Well, it's pretty cool because here we are doing a podcast and podcasting becomes a part of the story, which makes it very authentic for wrestling again. Of course, we're well, talking look about so much alike. <laughs> right? Yeah. I just I think I got a haircut. <laughs> episode two six. Arms, two legs. <laughs> How show is the name of the episode. And uh, we're trying to sell ten thousand tickets for this state fair show and one of the big ways you can do that is a little promotion on a podcast by a wrestler named Dick Valentine, who we know as Mick Foley. And just like we talked about, I guess a couple of weeks ago now, uh, the topic of suicide comes up. what do you think of Mick's performance here, Jake, as a podcaster? Uh, I thought he was an asshole, but that's just because it was such a touchy subject, you know, and, uh, he was taking advantage of the situation. You know, as, as a podcaster, you got to dig into some of the meat that hurts. But uh, he pushed pretty hard on it, I thought. You know, and uh, I mean, he played his part excellent, you know, because that's what happens. And Jack reacted the same damn way I would have. He got up and walked off. Because if not, if he had stayed there, he wound up crawling over the desk. You know, no doubt. You know, you just don't, uh, there's some things you leave alone. Yeah. Some things you don't touch. And uh, I would certainly think that uh, you wouldn't do that. And I'm sure Mick in real life would never, yeah. ever do that because he, he's a kind, good man. And uh, I know he busted my chops uh, when we were filming uh, Peanut Butter Falcon because I was giving the kid such a hard time. And he's like, damn, Jake. And he, he was coming in defense of uh, the kid who I was verbally abusing. And it was a tough subject there, too. So I don't, Mick would not be that guy. But he did the part well. They got the point across. Again, they keep touching things. You, you think that's been put away, but it hasn't. And there's going to be more come out of this, I guarantee you. There's going to be some dark secret come out. And I'm not sure that. Uh, I, I, I kind of feel like that um, the bull, uh, Wild Bill, Wild Bill, will be a part of it. Yeah, Wild Bill's interacting. He's yeah. interacting with everything. I got to tell family. you, so you you yeah. found out that they were partners at one time, uh, Wild Bill and his dad, and that Wild Bill got the break and they didn't, and Wild Bill took one girl with him. 
And uh, that caused a lot of problems. We're, we're getting the stories. And that's what makes it interesting because now it makes sense. And so now you're waiting to get the next piece of it. But you know how hard it is to keep seven different fires going? It's not easy. And these people are doing it, man. Uh, they got Rooster who keeps scratching at the door. And, uh, you know, there's something that happens at the end of this segment that leads you to believe Rooster's going. You know, he's going to do something. And um, we know what it is, but I, can't, I don't want to ruin it for everybody. Yeah, so, well, you watch that. You know, I, I'll give you a little side thing. I think I mentioned this earlier. I literally read for this part. And I think it was the best read I ever did. Got all the way to the director. And I figured I fucking killed it. So I was like, who? I didn't get that. Who the fuck got that? When I saw it was Foley. I was like, okay, I'm good with that. <laughs> it was, if it was him or Austin, I'd have, I was okay with it. You know, because you better, all I know is it better be one of the boys. That That's all that was yeah. really important to me. Yeah. You know, and uh, Mick's great at what he does. And uh, he doesn't have a podcast, but he'd be great on one. You know, maybe that'll be your ninth, Conrad. <laughs> no, no, no spoilers. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction here for next season, and it's out of nowhere. But you know, the, the thing I love that they're now bringing along, which is Jack's wife Stacy. When you know you're starting to hear her sing, and she's on the on the porch with the guitar, and then she's in the you know, she's in, in the, the um, you know, in the church and everybody's, oh, my God, you have a gorgeous voice. I see her getting a record deal. I was throwing it out there. And then all of a sudden she becomes the breadwinner, the breadwinner. Like if that happens, that would be so oh real. My my life. Like if they do that again, you're welcome for the angle or I'm sorry. I spoiled it. But. <laughs> yeah, there's something got to happen there because they're investing too much time in it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yes. But it's good and it makes you care. And even the mother. The friction between the two, just a little bit. Yeah. Know? Yeah. My favorite scene, and we won't talk about it till next, next week. But my favorite scene, though, is with Willie and Wild Bill. And I'm not going to get into it because you got to see yeah, it. Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. It's like, it really gets Willie to where she steps up. Wow. And you can see, okay, this chick's a great actress. Damn sure is. Yeah, you know, Damn and, sure is. And uh, while Bill, you know, you know, when you can, like, he's been such an asshole, you know, because that's the character. Now you're finding out why. Yeah, and you got all, it's like Tony Soprano was a killer. He was a murderer. fucking murderer. Yes. But you loved him. Yeah. Because you took like the parts that, as long as he didn't kill one of my family members, you know, I love Tony Soprano. You know, James Gaudafini just had that thing. And that's where, you know, I'm really interested to see what kind of push we can get out there for people to see this, to see what their numbers end up doing and when they come back. Because, you know, you look at that fit. God, that show uh, Yellowstone, right? Mm -hmm. Those those first two years, really nobody was watching them. Yeah, but now it's like the show. You know, it's like the show where everybody's talking about right now. Well, I think the deal is you have to create the backstory for all these characters. It takes time to do that. It right? does. You know, uh, you know, it's like it's like producing a wrestling show. How much time do we have, and who are we going to give it to? 
Who are we going to believe in? Who are we going to give the ball to? Right. And how much time are they going to get? But we can't forget about X, Y, and Z over here because they're important over here on the next show down here. It's not easy doing this stuff or orchestrating this stuff, man. And uh, again, I'm blown away by how well they're doing it. Let's, um, let's also mention Yellowstone, uh, which I think is the number one show on television has uh, an 85% rating on rotten tomatoes heels has 96. So again, if you're a wrestling fan and you're not watching this, get with the program, man. And we're going to keep breaking it down next week. Shame on you for not watching it. I do want to talk about something that maybe we teased a few weeks ago and then we never really followed up on, but you see it in the comments everywhere. We post the videos. Uh, folks were a little concerned for you, Jake. They saw you looks like using oxygen. And then you had a comment about cigarettes and let's give a peek behind the curtain and just sort of catch everybody up with what's going on and, and, and where you stand on all that. Yeah. Well, genetics being what they are, um, my mother, uh, had two lung diseases that, uh, she passed on to me. Uh, there's no cure for either one of them. Uh, the last thing that I should ever do is smoke a cigarette. And yet I've been smoking since I was 17. Uh, to the point that I have COPD, little emphysema tossed in and, uh, now I have to see a specialist and I have to keep my eyes on it. And, uh, during the pandemic, it was a real scare for me because if I'd gotten COVID, I probably wouldn't have made it. And, um, I was really terrified. And, uh, so I was one of the first to get the damn shots, man, because, uh, I got to protect my ass today. I feel great. I'm not having to use any oxygen at all. I do have to use it on the airplanes when they pressurize and go up high. Um, but it's something that can be dealt with, you know, and, uh, I can still live, live a great life. Um, no, I can't run a marathon, never have, never will, but I'm going to be around for a long time. I'm going to be around for a long time because, um, I didn't make it through all the shit that I did to myself (laughs) to drop now. I think I believe truly that God has a plan for me that I am not going to believe that's going to happen, but it is it's something huge is going to happen in my life where I can help others. You know, my mom told me once, she said, sweetheart, she said, there are people, there are two kinds of people in this, this world. There's givers and there's takers. You're a giver. It's not a fault. It's just who you are. And I feel best when I'm helping other people, whether it be wrestlers or Joe down the street or walking through (laughs) Home Depot and seeing somebody is struggling. I enjoy helping people. That's not going to stop. Tony Khan gave me the opportunity to to start come in and, and help some of these young guys with their interviews and with their with their psychology and their, and use some of my wisdom there. I've been able to help a couple of the guys, I'm not going to give you names that are struggling with addictions and uh, very proud of, very proud of man. Cause uh, one of them's really got a hold of it, man. And uh, 
I can see it in him, man, when he comes to work now. He used to come to work with a with a grim look on his face and almost like he was scowling, you know, just a scowling look. Now he comes in there with a smile and he's ready to do whatever you want. And uh, that's that's a victory for me. So, uh, you know, I, I'm just grateful. And uh, thank God that uh, they come up with this Energen 1 so I can still fly and not have to carry large tanks of oxygen with me, all that crap. But uh, again, I'm fine. You know, I just, uh, you know, I, I, got a, I got a disease that I have to watch. And uh, I do. Back in the heydays uh, of the 80s, how many wrestlers smoked, would you say, as a percentage? Oh, my God, probably at least 40%. Say forty percent. In the earlier years, they smoked even more. Yeah. Well, everybody did back then. Yeah. Because three out of four doctors recommended Winston. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's how corrupt the, yeah. the damn cigarette it's companies so are. It's so sick. Those bastards. If you, if you, I mean, in the real world, you would think that our government would come in and shut these bastards down because of what they're doing. They're taking tobacco and throwing hundreds of different chemicals on it that will cause you to become addicted. You're not addicted from the, from the tobacco. You're addicted to the, to the drugs that they put on them. I, I, you know, like I said, in a real world, this would not happen, man. They, they'd stop them from doing it. But instead, they just said, I'll take the ads off TV. You can't do this. You can't do that but you can still you know, do it. And now they came out with this vaping crap. You know that vaping is even worse than cigarettes? My lung doctor told me he had a 19-year-old kid come in. His lungs are shot. Wow. He's going to be on oxygen the rest of his life from vaping. So my, he told me, he says, Jake, if you can't quit smoking... I understand, but whatever you do, do not switch to vaping. Go back to cigarettes. Because wow. I told him I wanted to try vaping. Is no, no, no. Stay on your cigarettes. You're so, down. You're down to like seven. Yeah, seven, seven or eight a day. You know, uh, not not really happy with that number, but it's a process, man. Because it's such a strong addiction. Cigarettes are much more addicted addictive than alcohol or cocaine. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was able to kick that shit. The cigarettes, man, it's uh, so, so horribly wrong. Steve, you gave me a book to read. And uh, by the first two chapters, I was so angry at the tobacco companies for the crap that they've done to us. They are ruthless bastards. I mean, Shouldn't there be some type of penalty for killing millions? Because that's what they do. That's what they do. You know, and, uh, ah, case of Ross or So Jake, I'm curious as a smoker, you know, if you, if you have these lung conditions, how did that affect your in-ring performance? Did you find yourself, you know, really struggling? I ran out, at of, times? Gas. I, I ran out of gas at times and, uh, 
not early on, but uh, later on I did. And uh, I had to pace myself, you know. Uh, maybe that's one of the reasons I sold so well. I don't know. <laughs> I was gasping for air, you know, run out of gas. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it definitely affected it. Um, whether the people knew it or not, I don't think they did. But I, I just went out and, and made use of what I had, you know. And, uh, of course, I think about what if. What if I'd never picked up a cigarette? Well, I'd still have these lung diseases. Right. And I would still be in trouble, but I wouldn't be as much trouble as I am. But uh, folks, don't worry about me. I'm I'm kicking along pretty damn good, man. Feel uh, pretty awesome inside, and uh, got a couple other little things that I'm dealing with. But you know what? That comes with age, man. Yeah. Christ. My son, my son told me after he did the MRI on me that I'm probably going to have to have one of my hips redone. That uh, it's starting to separate again. I'm like, well, that's great. He goes, Dad, you got 12 years out of it. 12 years, Christ, man. For 100 grand, it only worked for 12 years. <laughs> he said, well, maybe if you had taken better care of it. That's right. I forgot. You know, he had gotten that second. <laughs> hip replacement oh, and and we were out and i was living in la at the time and you you might be able to find this it was uh that the show was red hot called entourage oh yeah i love that show and, and they were having um little vignettes of like they picked like the 70s stars and they picked like the chips guy and a couple of them to play the the four guys then they pick like these four old women, like they weren't the girls from the Golden Girls, but they were like that. You knew who they were. And then they picked four wrestlers and they came to me first and they said, you know, who do you think you can get? So I said, I can get Jake and, you know, and uh, you know, I, can get, I can get maybe Nikolai and, and someone else got Snuka and, you know, we all got together. Jake had just had... The operation, and you know the, how cool the car was with the oh, suicide yeah. doors. Well, they come out of the suicide door car, you know, and then they can walk it into the the liquor store, and they're going through this one scene. We we come out of a I don't know, it was a Hyundai or whatever oh the hell it was, God. some tiny little beat up pacer, yeah, pacer shit ass car. Like we couldn't all even get in and get out. Yeah. So me and Jake are already out of the car as the other guys are getting pulled out, and. Jake's got, they gave him a humongous, a humongous python that he's yeah. got wrapped around his shoulders yeah. and we're walking downhill. Not a big hill, but it's a decline. It don't matter. <laughs> With that new hip, he had like two weeks, maybe. Yeah. Oh my God, what yeah, a I was, rib. I was sweating my rear end off, man. Yeah, if, if you ever get a chance uh it was entourage and you could just throw up me and snook and jake and yeah you know the uh yeah everybody's in their wrestling gear i'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans they're like that's not your wrestling gear i go yeah kind of i wear this a lot yeah. <laughs> so i gotta wear this snooker wearing his leopard skin stuff <laughs> nikolai being the russian oh god watching nikolai do those lines oh my, oh god. my god he i was eric um, 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 Snooker was Snooker was Vince. 
Okay. Freaking, uh, you were turtle. Turtle, yeah. Yep. And 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 uh, Nikolai was drama. Yeah. Oh God, dude. And God bless Snooker. Oh. You know? And nobody knew it, but Snooker, he can't read. Right. So they give him all these lines, and, and one of the lines was, uh, "What was the word he couldn't say?" Oh, I can't remember. Uh, Oh, it was about getting laid, and yeah. yeah, when was your first time, and blah blah blah. I mean, it was it was absurd shit coming out of our mouths. Oh mouth. my god, yeah, you know, and I, we would never say this shit. No, it was, it was funny. It was it, it was, was it was it was stupid but funny. You know, paid so, well. Yeah, the payoff was good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so real quick, I was talking to a longtime friend of the show last week. And he told me that he tried to refinance and save with Conrad.com last year, but we weren't able to help him because we weren't licensed in his state yet. Now that was Massachusetts. We are licensed there now. In the meantime, though, he went to one of those big national companies that you've seen on TV. He got an absolutely great rate, but he was explaining to me that, man, he had this big RS bill coming and uh, things were a little tight. He had these credit card balances that had been hanging around for years and he had these two car payments. And I said, wait, 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 what do you owe on your house? And he told me, and I said, what do you think your house is worth? And he said, well, it's a lot more now. And he told me, and I said, dude, I've got just the plan. Just last year, he signed up for a 20 year loan at a great rate. Now we've been able to get him down to 10 years. That's right. 10 years. He's going to own his house free and clear in just 10 years. And I know what you're thinking, man, I can't afford to do that. I would argue you can't afford not to. Here's what I'm talking about. He's got a three-year-old and an eight-year-old. In 10 years, his kids are going to be 13 and 18. And if life goes according to plan, what do we hope happens when our kids graduate high school? They go off to college, and that's very expensive. The time to think about how you're going to pay for college isn't when your kids are seniors in high school. It's time to get a long-term plan for your finances. And I don't just mean your income, but I mean your debt. Here's what we did. We took a look at what his monthly payments were on both of his car payments and we compared the balances. Then we did the same with the credit cards. And by the way, he told me he felt stuck. He had been making minimum payments for years. He felt like they'd made no headway in at least five years. This credit card debt had just hung around at a crazy high interest rate. But maybe worst of all, now he had this big IRS bill. What was he gonna do? He went to save with Conrad.com. And how's this for starters? No payments for two months. That's the cash infusion he needed for his family right now. But more importantly than that, he cut nine years off of his loan. He went from 19 years left down to just 10 years and his monthly payments went down. Yes, he got a better interest rate. He got rid of all of his credit card debt and he got rid of his car payments. But most importantly, he's completely debt free by the time his kids start getting really expensive. You know what I'm talking about? If you've got young kids, you probably think, man, these little dudes are expensive. Wait until they start driving cars and going to college. We're going to help you get a solution for your short-term goals, which is to free up some of that cash flow. We're talking a break from payments for two months, but more importantly, lower monthly payments. But more importantly, it's going to check your box long-term. He cut nine years off of his loan. Now, had he not done that, both of his kids would have been going to college. And dude, nobody wants to pay a mortgage and college tuition for two. Get in front of this. Make a plan with SaveWithConrad.com and do it right now. Interest rates are on the rise. The Fed is going to raise the rates. And who knows what's going to happen with real estate values? Lord knows we've all seen that bubble burst before. Make the best decision you can for your family with my family. SaveWithConrad.com is routinely helping our podcast listeners 
change their life. I know it sounds silly. It sounds too good to be true, but it's real and we can do it for you. We're probably licensed in your state. We're in over 40 states now. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And here's the thing, man. If you give us a call and you've got a great rate and you don't have any other debt and you're already in a 15-year loan, we might say, hey, man, you got a good deal. Just keep doing what you've been doing. But don't you want the peace of mind of knowing you've got the best deal for your family? This is the perfect opportunity. Your house is worth more than ever. Rates are on the rise right now. And if you've got debt, lock it in right now at SaveWithConrad.com. And I want to mention, had he not had this conversation with us last week, he would have been stuck making those minimum payments on those credit cards. And maybe even worse, had to open a new credit card to pay the IRS. Dude, that is a bad decision. You know you can do better than that. Get the best rate you've ever had. Get out of debt faster. Keep more of your own money at SaveWithConrad.com. All right, let's run a timeout right now. Can't wait to tell you about a brand new product that changed my life in 2021. And I know it's going to change yours in 2022. It's chili sleep. Now listen up. Science tells us the best way to achieve and maintain consistent deep sleep is by lowering our core body temperature. We're talking temperature controlled sleep. That's going to restore your testosterone levels, repair your muscles after a hard day's work, and even improve your cognitive function. So you always start your day feeling sharp and alert. Chili Sleep makes customizable, climate-controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. Chili Sleep makes the Uller and Cube Sleep System both hydro-powered, both temperature-controlled mattress toppers that fit over your existing mattress to provide your ideal sleep temperature. And I mean it. My family has the Uller. I like to keep my bed around 60 degrees. My wife wants to climb into an 80-degree bed, but then once she's off to sleep, it automatically drops down to somewhere in the sixties that she likes it, but then it'll warm her up to wake her up. She doesn't have to go ahead and do that every night. She gets to set it and forget it. These luxury mattress pads, keep your bed at the perfect temperature all night long for deep sleep, whether you sleep hot or cold, or even both. These sleep systems are designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. Imagine waking up and not feeling tired. Chili sleep can make that happen. And for an extra layer of comfort, they also make the chili blanket, the only weighted blanket that can also be paired with a control unit for the ultimate sweat-free sleep. This has been such a game changer in my life. As I'm talking to you right now, my wife and I are going on vacation tomorrow for her birthday. We have a travel chili sleep. I'm not kidding. We have a chili sleep we keep here at the house. And then we have one when we have to leave town. I don't want to sleep on a bed again without chili sleep. Head over to chilisleep.com forward slash DDP snake to learn more and check out a special offer available exclusively for DD snake pit listeners and only for a limited time. That's chili C H I L I sleep.com forward slash DDP snake to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. That's chilisleep.com forward slash DDP snake. Now let's get back to the program. Well, let's pay off the, uh, the, the breathing thing a minute ago with Jake Dallas, because yeah. you know, you've mentioned a few weeks ago that you had your nose broken like half a dozen times. And these yeah. days, of course, and we all, with, well, not me, <laughs> uh, but, but with yoga too, you with that and, and professional wrestling, man, it's all about breathing. Right. So, uh, did you have mm. any challenges and, and how have you sort of overcame that to not only be a top professional wrestler, but now like a yoga guru of sorts. Well, you know, um, the first time I broke my nose, I, I walked out in front of a car. It was just so stupid. I was going to get candy. And I told my buddy Stan, 
hold the bus because I, I I looked right past the car to the to the bus and I walked out and hit my left my right knee my face bounced off the hood and I flew like 42 feet from the point of impact like that changed my life that getting hit by that car but it was the first time I broke my nose and both my eyes were you know blood and you know black and blue and uh then I broke it numerous times in the ring one time I even got a fix and I broke it like the next week. I'll yeah. never forget it. Prince Iakea, I had like in a reverse DDT where he was out. And he came up and he's no, his knee oh, right God. in the face. Oh, God. Like, I'm never doing this again until I get done. So finally, I got it done when I got fixed. But it's, my nose is still a mess. And I always had pro- problem breathing. So I always breathe out of my mouth. And then I started using this thing. My brother gave it to me called a vis- Navage. And the vi- I used to use what do they call the neti pot? I was using a neti pot, whatever you know, but it wasn't consistent enough, and I, I hated to keep doing it that way. But my brother brought me this thing called a navage, where it's you put the water in there and whatever the eucalyptus or whatever the hell you cap in there, the and then it acid. goes in your nose and goes out of your nose and cleans it out, and then you do the other side. It does the same thing. Dude, I am breathing like like I, I tell everybody about it. Like everybody, yeah, if, if, if like I was talking to uh, uh, Drew McIntyre, who has huge issues with um, you know the pollen and shit, you know allergies. allergies. I'm like, dude, go get it right now. Yes, you pick it up at CVS. So I've been doing that, and then I didn't think it could get any better. And then you give me those strips. Yeah, you know Jake gave them to me. Jake gave me those damn strips. And I wear that sub bitch every night. And what I do is when I wake up, the first thing I do is get in my hyperbaric chamber and I do go on, do all my app stuff. And I'm breathing in pure oxygen under pressure, which is the PSI, which means pounds per square feet, puts me like 45 feet below sea level. And I'm breathing because I still got that gimmick on my nose. So to be, I'll really breathe in and out of my nose a lot during that. And because uh, I don't want my raw, my throat to get raw, and that's what happened. I blew my throat out, you know, from just doing so many, from podcasts or shows and interviews, and just push it, push it, push it. It blew my voice out, man. Like two years ago. Yeah, it's funny you, how when you do promos for like seventeen hours, you're going to throat problem. Got to be something wrong with the lighting, I think. Yeah. Again, I pushed myself too hard. <clears throat> and now I'm, a, I'm I'm much better with it, but you know that the, the, that that uh, Navage thing like literally changed my life, and the strips are helping me sleep. I get instead of like an hour and a half and wake up, I'm going for like two and a half, three, even four hours at sometimes, and staying out. So it's a good <clears throat> thing. So you know, I know that uh, you've got the positively unstoppable challenge going, but when people come to you guys and and say, Hey, you know, we need your help, whether it's on cameo or or they're coming through, you know, the performance center or what have you, you're doing a lot more than just, you know, teaching people how to do yoga. You're, you're trying to affect their overall health and wellness, including mental health, right? Dallas. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Cause one thing Jake said was no one ever told me like the thing that I focus on is the story you tell yourself, you know, that inner voice. That, that, that's so big, man. Yeah, you 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 share that because that is so big. Well, you, 
you know, you go through life, you get a lot of baggage put on you, you know, you, you put some on yourself and then other people hoist it on there too. But you get down. And, you know, you're, you're thinking to yourself, well, I, I couldn't do this. I did that wrong. You got these negative energy in there. But when you start turning it around and start talking about the positive things that are going, the good things that are happening, and not, not going there, leave that shit alone. It's over. Move on. Learn from it. That's what he taught me. Learn from your mistake and then carry on. So it's that inner voice, like you said, that you tell yourself, man, you've got a choice to have a good day or a bad day. Which one do you want? Hundred percent. What do you want? And nobody wants to Pretty be simple. Around, nobody wants to be around somebody negative. Yeah. My, 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 there's two. Of my favorite quotes are: "If you say you can and you say you can't, you're right." And then I tell people, "That's Henry Ford did that." Yeah. But what the hell did he ever do? You know, it's like that was something that was a big deal for him. You say you can't say yet after it because it, it it makes it possible. But my other favorite quote is something I read a couple of years ago, and I was on Brainy Quote. And I just this one quote stuck out to me and I started reading it and it said, the repetitions of affirmations leads to belief. And once that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen. And then I look who said it and I went. Oh my God, I know his affirmation. And when you think about that, you're thinking like, how the hell could I know his affirmation? And the breakdown, I want to break it down. The repetitions of affirmation can be really good, like amazing, or it can be really bad. And it's all what you put in your brain. And the best example I give is going up for the Hall of Fame. You know, my Hall of Fame speech, Eric Bischoff's got 10, 12-minute speech up there. I got a 27-minute speech that I wrote. But they tell me the day before, can't have more than 15. So I rewrite it. And then that next day, they come and they say, let's hear the first one you have. They said, don't go over 30. So now I've got myself at a spot. I'm the first one out of the gate. I haven't been out in front of 15, 20,000 people speaking a crowd like that, millions of people watching in 15 years. And at that point, you know, I could have been in my head, like, yeah. you know, like, God, oh, man, I'm a first guy. I hope I don't blow this. Oh my God. What if my iPad, cause that's my notes. What if my iPad stops? What if it freezes? What if, you know, what if I get caught up and they're not get buying what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't even let those thoughts in my brain. There's only one thing I'm thinking about. This is going to be my greatest moment in professional wrestling. I'm going to blow everyone away. I'm going to make them laugh. I'm going to make them cry. I'm going to inspire them. That's the only voice in my brain. And when I went out there, it was the best thing I'd ever done. I get to thank all my brothers who helped me along the way and paid tribute to them. The only person I forgot was Big Show. I was and Medusa. I was so pissed about and Tony Schiavone. Those are the three people I forgot. And I called each one of them afterwards and said, I'm so sorry. I forgot. They're like, dude, don't worry about it. But I was like, no, you guys were part of the story, a big part of the story. And I wanted to thank them. So positively unstoppable. I thank them <laughs> in, the, in the acknowledgments because I forgot you there. Because I always give credit to the people that helped me get there. He does that. You know, it, it's so important. So the repetitions of affirmations 
leads to belief. No matter good or bad, repetitions of affirmation leads to belief. And once that belief becomes that deep conviction, things it. begin to happen. Got so, it. so here's this guy's rep. Here's his affirmation. And I'm doing the same talk at the end of a workout at the NXT down with a hundred kids all in the mat from NXT. This is about two and a half years ago, maybe a little bit more than that. I do this thing and I get to the end and I go, here's his affirmation. You tell me who it is. I am the greatest. I am the greatest of all time. And everybody just, Ali, 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 Ali. These are kids who didn't grow up with him, but they know it. Yeah. I go, how do you know that? Uh, maybe because he said it a billion times. Yep. Like a billion times. It's like ingrained in the greatest, the greatest of all time. You think of Muhammad Ali, no matter what. He's been gone for years. Yeah. So after, you know, everybody comes up because, yeah, I got done working out with everybody. And then, you know, everybody should come up and thanking me, shaking my hand. The last person is Tomasa Ciampa. Who and I love, by the way. He looks at me and he's got, he's a little glassy eyed. And he looks at me and he says, D, you have no idea how much I needed to hear this today. And he gave me a huge hug. So later that night, he's going against Aleister Black. And they're going for the NXT championship. And back then, Tommaso had no music or anything. I guess he wanted it like that. I'm off to the side, but I'm backstage. And right before he goes on, he looks over at me and he goes, affirmations. And goes to the ring. And boy, did those guys tear it down. Kick some serious ass. You know, they had a hell of a match. But it's so important. And I've watched Tommaso numerous times put that quote up. And to share that with people, because it's so true. Think of, if, you're, if you're watching this show or you're listening to it, think of all the times you brought yourself down and how successful you were doing it. Yeah. You're really good at it. Yeah, you're good at making it look <laughs> like shit. But you can do the other things right. just as easy. Just as easy. And start with an attitude of gratitude. Like, start from thinking about things that you have as opposed to what you don't have. Not, not so much money, but people, family, health, health. <laughs> Jesus, man, come on. Opportunity, given or taken. What do you have? For me, I, I, my, my thing is much more simple. Do the next right thing. That's all. Do the next right thing. Well, how it changes what comes out of you is you. It's like back in the day when I wore the negative shirts and stuff. Dallas says, dude, you gotta quit doing this shit. Look at this. Look, this is your message here. Not anymore, man. Not anymore. Stand tall, walk proud, and do the next right thing. Powerful. And and Jake, you uh you know, we've, we've talked about a little bit on the show. You didn't exactly have the best upbringing. And then you got into uh, a pretty rough business as a very young man. And I yeah. uh, had a bunch of hard knocks along the way. And 
everyone listening to this is a wrestling fan. I shouldn't say everyone. Most of the folks listening to this are wrestling fans. And inherently when you hear some of the quote unquote boys talk, it skews negative. Everyone's, you know, healing on someone or shitting on someone or burying someone. And then you run across the break or yeah. This guy is taking this from me and that guy took this from me and oh, he's whatever. And then you run across diamond Dallas page who's shot out of a cannon and relentless in every way. He's a lot. As my friends would say, he's a lot, (laughs) but it's all positive all the time. He he stands out in a crowd. Does he not? Oh yeah. The boys, a lot of the boys want to choke him out. Sure. (laughs) You know? Shut the fuck up, guys. <laughs> I used to ask him, hasn't anybody ever pissed in your soup or something? Come on. <laughs> Somebody's had to screw you over. Yes, he gets screwed over. Yes, he gets pissed off. But guess what he does? He lets it go. Yes. Let's it go. He doesn't hold that in him and let him poison his life, his walk. His, his, his journey isn't finished, man. And he's not going to let anything stop him. And that's what I want out of my life now. And God, I'll tell you something, guys. It's fucking fun. <laughs> it's fun feeling good. It's fun not being negative. It's fun being alive. So no matter what you're doing, man, be grateful. Be humble. You know, I, my favorite saying is, for me, my history will not be my destiny. Yeah. Powerful. It's powerful, man. Because of where I was at, then look where I'm at now. But it took, and you took a different mindset. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I had to have it. Jesus Christ, man. You can think like a winner. You can think like a loser. Who are you? You a winner or you a loser? Be real. You can do it. Everybody can do it. Be true to yourself, man. Be true to your family. Look people in the eye. And for God's sake, help somebody else. Open a door. Close the door for somebody. Help them to their feet. Reach the top shelf when they can't. Little things, little things, little things add up to be a big thing. They also spent a lot of time on this show talking about Jake overcoming adversity, but I think one of your magic tricks is, uh, through that, that Buddha quote, what was it? Uh, holding on to anger is like drinking poison yeah. and expecting yeah. the other person to die. It's <laughs> so powerful, man. <laughs> you, you had your so fair powerful. share of, of naysayers, you know, uh, He's too old. He's too tall. He's friends with Bischoff. It'll never happen. Yeah. Uh, and, and then later, you know, you and I've never talked about this, but I'm sure there were a bunch of the boys and your, your coworkers and comrades and friends who were like fucking yoga. What is that? I mean, <laughs> I'm just being real. Oh, like yeah. that had to happen. And now you've overcome all of that. What was your perseverance? How did you. For starters, I don't let anybody call it yoga. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, asshole. <laughs> That's what they were saying back in the day, though. Yoga for regular guys. Oh, yeah. I'm way oh, back. Yeah. I'm old school. YRG. I know yeah. the deal. Um, it's it's it, in the beginning. You know, the ribbing, the mat would disappear. 
You know, I just just felt, I'll tell you who said it best at an autograph signing about 10 years ago. Lex was talking about how he was, you know, shitting on it. And he goes, but look at him and look at me. He goes, obviously he was on to something. That, now, that came out of Lex's mouth. You know, uh, Lex Luger, you know, could be a little, you know, <laughs> bombastic back in the day. Today, He's the nicest human being Agree. on the planet, man. Yep. On the planet. I mean, the, the character integrity is 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 off the charts. Um, but love know, will get you a lot further than hate. Yeah, man. Like it's it's just it's just life's too fucking short. Like everything that I think of, like no matter what I do, I look at when I'm when I'm thinking about doing something or about to do something, I think, how does that make me feel about me? You know? And when it came down to, you know, DDP yoga, which I'm branding DDPY, it'll always be DDP yoga, but I'm branding it DDPY. Why? Because I want people to stop calling it just fucking yoga. Because it's not, not, and it's different. It's a way of life. Um, but it's a, it's a lifestyle. And the reason why we've had such incredible, you know, you know, people, and this kid, Brian Tan, who won last year's Positively Unstoppable Challenge, you know, to watch him go go through this change. And what I did is anyone, anywhere can do it. Because if you get on the app, I've created a thing called The List. If you do everything on the list, I guarantee you it doesn't just change your life. It'll help you own your life. And that's all the shit that me and Jake talked about, you know, as we went through this journey. And it was important for me as Jake was going through this journey, that he would be held with the respect that he should. And, you know, today he has that back. And going in the Hall of Fame, he got that back. But it was, he had to completely change his mindset. Yeah. You know, because people say, oh, yeah, well, food, food's the biggest thing. If you can get rid of the food, you can overcome the food. You know, that's 80% of it. No bullshit. bullshit. The food and the workout are 10% of the equation. The 90% is between your ears. Yeah. The 90% is a story you tell yourself. The 90% is your discipline. Discipline is the truest form of self-love. You know, when you're not trying to get the quick reward, you're working towards the real reward, which really helps look at Jake, like love yourself. Because in the beginning, if you would have told, if this guy could have talked to the guy who moved into my, what we call the accountability crib, if this guy would have walked in and go, no, you don't understand. If you just do this, this, and this, everything's going to change. And it's going to blow your mind. You're actually going to be dating your ex-wife again. No. <laughs> he would have totally really thought, thought that. that guy was smoking crack. Yeah, I would have thought you were on crack. Yeah. Ask me some, I'd ask you for some. <laughs> you know, the bottom line is your life can change in an instant. Yeah. And it starts with you. And that repetition of whatever that thing is you're telling yourself, that affirmation and anything can, it, it's, it's amazing. And that's why I encourage everybody who's listening to us. I don't care if, if anything is dark in your life right now, just go to the positivelyunstoppable.com. Just go there and join that, you know, our, 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 our challenge that we have. No one goes there to win money. People do, but they don't go there for that reason. No. They go there 
looking for hope and a change. And I come on there. I come on there and, you know, um, and, and, and answer questions. I give inspirational stuff. I'm going to read you something here. This is a girl that I've been working with. Um, God damn, I got 12 cameos today. Ah. And this isn't live, right? Um, but this is, this is um, a woman who sent me a cameo. And this is what it turned out as. So let me just pull it up here. This is what she wrote me. 600 pounds worrying I'm a lost cause and giving up hope. Trying DDPY, but can't stand or walk discouraged. Is it possible for me to make it at such a large size? I don't want to die alone at 42 in my bedroom. A little more about this individual. I'm not going to say her name right now, but she's she, later I will. I have limited space, no support system. Used to encouraging others by running, but running out of momentum to keep going. Could use a kind word and a prayer. So every single cameo I start out, it's me. Dee Dee, I do the whole opening. So they get Diamond Dallas Page. And I know at the time she's going, no, that's not what this is. And then I flip out of that. And I go, but that's not what this is about, is it? And I left her a six-minute cameo. And basically, the first thing I said, Jake, the snake, you got to watch his documentary, The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. Watch the other documentary, Relentless, which is a story of me from me blowing my back out to where we are today. And then you'll know really who I am. Then send your number to info at ddpyoga.com and I'll call you. And that's what I did. And actually, I had Paige, my wife. Seems so funny saying that. <laughs> Paige, <laughs> can't, Paige. Can't get used to it. Paige, Paige. Beep, beep. Uh, the love of my life called, uh, you know, she texts, Paige texts her back, and they went back and forth. And then she's like, because she's the one, the only one who still calls me Paige. Jericho, I let do it too, but <laughs> I don't like it. Dallas is my real name. But for her, I'm always going to be Paige. She's like, Paige, you're not going to believe it. This girl, she she doesn't sound anything like, she doesn't sound anything like the person that wrote you that. She's so upbeat and she has positive and she's so excited. And I was like, really? Okay, okay. Tell her to do the whole list now. Because I'll make, that's what I make people do before they even get to talk to me. You do everything on the list? Well, now I know you're serious. Now I know you've already started to put the work in. <clears throat> and indirectly, that's what Jake did. Jake did everything on the list, you know, and a couple of times, <laughs> a couple of times. And uh, now we're in communication as this girl's going along and little baby steps, but she's making them every day. And every day she sends my wife, you know, what she eats and what she's done for exercise. And that's why sitting in a chair 
workouts, laying in bed, like we can do that. You know, you don't have to stand up and hold your foot over your head. Not yet. That's the finished product. <laughs> so that's the kind of things that, you know, we're doing to, you know, change the face of what we're doing. You know, it's, uh, in other words, yo people see yoga and then they want to put it in a box. Yep. It was Eric Bischoff. And you can tell Eric that I gave him credit on this because I haven't given him enough credit along the line. But he's the first one to say it to me, even though I'd been doing it all my life. He, we got into a discussion about something he started talking about. There's better than. And anyone who's not the best is less than and lesser different than. And he was saying to me at the time, he goes, you're different than. And this is what you need to do now. You need to go back to being you. We're going to put you to Bruce Springsteen of wrestling. I certainly put me in jeans and all that shit. And uh, being able to be myself just amped up, that really worked. And uh, it takes it into all these other avenues that we're into today. Because the wrestling crowd is my base. Yep. But it's only 50% of the people who get on my program. The rest of the people saw Arthur's video yeah. or Vance Hines. They watched Resurrection. They were something that they saw. <laughs> we're in the performance center right now. And we only open up now for workouts when we're doing live stuff that we're filming. Because it, it's a full-blown production company at this point. But when every three months, we would do an open house. And I had a guy. And I got like you know, 70, 80 people here. And <clears throat> I got a guy who's off to the right. Old timer, you know, early 70s. And at the end, I take pictures with everybody, you know, everybody wants a picture, you know, and at the, he's the last one. And he comes walking up, he goes, you know, I came here today to prove to myself that you were full of shit. Hmm. <laughs> and he just laughed and he went, but you're not. You really are that guy. I said, yep, really am. What's your name? Shook his hand, take a picture. And, you know, move forward <laughs> because I'm always going to be who I am. And I love the word Jake's out right now. And I think we got a message. We're going to talk about in this in this show. Some nights we'll just talk a little bit about wrestle because there's so many other things to talk about that need to be talked about and that we talk about all the time. Well, and that's what we did today. You know, we proved that this show is more than just wrestling. Uh, I wanted to talk about the power of positivity and you know, uh, overcoming, uh, all of the adversity that both of you guys have to be where you are today. And of course, a lot of that starts with a little bit of hope and that's what you guys are providing on cameo, right? Jake. Absolutely, man. It's hope and love and a laugh. If that's <laughs> what you need. That's good. You know, uh, I enjoy doing the cameo. I love fans, bro. I, mean, I go to comic cons. I mean, yeah, it's a great place to make money. But man, I get to sit there and people come up to me and, and they start talking about the first time they watched me wrestle. And I was sitting with my grandpa. It used to be our thing. Every Saturday, me and grandpa would sit down and hold hands and we'd, we'd watch and, and I look at him and they got a tear coming down their cheek, man, because they're remembering a memory because he's gone now. But I brought that memory back to them. Power seeing me in person. Powerful. And I just love the hell out of it, man. I mean, my God, that makes me feel good. To I see, I never before I never looked at how many people I've 
affected. You know, I'm not just a wrestler. I'm somebody that's changing lives, man. I changed lives my whole life. You have. Had no idea. But now that I've, I understand it and respect it and take it in, own it, own it. That's the key, man. That's the key. For God's sake, you folks out there, yeah, whether it be a cameo or, or giving DDPY a chance, what do you have to lose? Think about that. What do you have to lose? What could you gain? You've tried everything else in life. How are you doing? Are you happy there? I got you. Try my way. Bet on yourself. We love the positivity here on DDP Snake Pit. Hope you guys do too. Check them out on cameo.com. Don't use the app. You go to .com. And uh, we'll see you next week talking a little bit of Jake, talking a little bit of DDP, talking a little wrestling, talking a little everything right here on DDP Snake Pit. See ya.